Welcome to episode 56 of RSVP, the podcast about stationery and so much more. I'm your host, Dade, and my co-host is Les. Tonight, we're talking about limited editions. But first, let's talk about what we're consuming. Um, I'm pretty... Actually, I'm, I'm consuming like a child today as I am drinking water and eating some goldfish. Um, not live goldfish. The goldfish crackers. <laughs> um... Lately, um, I've been working, so I really haven't had a time, had time to really get into much. So World of Warcraft is really what I've been all about lately. It's, it's easy to pick up and not have to, like, worry that I only have an hour to do this thing. Um, I've been really kind of disappointed that I haven't been able to, like, read. Um, I just been, haven't had the ability to focus. Um, I don't know if that's just, the stress of the past week or, or what, but so low impact gaming has been what my life has been all about lately. Um, although, uh, this past Saturday, my wife and I took a drive up to Vermont, which is like not far away from us, but, um, we spent the day in Brattleboro, Vermont, which is a fun place. If those of you out there know about it. Um, and, you know, it's been really nice this summer. I'm starting to get outside more, um, as opposed to other summers where I've had a schedule or I, I was in a different place where I just didn't want to go outside. Um, so I've been, I've been more active too, I guess I could say what I've been consuming is more activity. Um, and oh, what, what am I writing with? I'm writing with a TWA Blackwing. It's for no particular reason. I just grabbed it. And one of Les's no brand notebooks because they are my favorite pocket notebook right now. Um, but that's really it for me as far as my consumption goes. Uh, Les, what about you? So I am still writing in my crappy legal pad because I still can't find my podcasting notebook and it feels really strange, but I'm writing in it with the, uh, anniversary Cal Cedar 1917 raw wood uh, blackwing, which will make sense later when we get into our main topic. I am just drinking water. Uh, and for consumption, I, I have been, so I've been watching way more TV than I usually do. Uh, I finally, I finished Stargate Atlantis and I'm not sure I'm going to watch the movie. I know I said I was going to have to, but it's like a prequel and, I don't do prequels. I really kind of dislike them. So, and it's also historical. So not really, not really into that stuff. So, um, I just switched into watching a Hulu and BBC joint venture called Hard Sun, which is really quite enjoyable. If you enjoy blood gore and conspiracy theories, it's a little, there's a lot of conspiracy and, um, some, cop drama going on there's a crooked cop and there's a good cop and then there's some mental health issues in there um and the world is coming to an end in five years according to that um so actually quite a quite an enjoyable um quite an enjoyable show and um yeah so really other than that i'm not consuming a whole lot so uh dade how about that main topic so tonight's main topic, um, I said it was about limited editions, but let me be a little bit more specific. Um, we've talked about limited editions before, how we feel about particular companies that 
you know, put out limited editions, um, how we feel about particular limited editions. But tonight we're going to talk about our ideas for limited editions, um, you know, for each company that puts out a limited edition. Now, you know, as far as what companies we're going to cover, either folks that make stationary items, um, notebooks, pens, pencils, or folks that sell stationary items. Um, that's only one folk, and that's Caroline Weaver. Um, we're going to talk about her limited edition box. So, yeah, so I guess we can just jump right into it like we always do. Instead of listing off all the companies that uh, we're going to talk about, we're just going to go one by one. So this way you can't turn us off. Um, <laughs> or so, fast forward. Right? I think first, since I'm writing with a Blackwing, let's talk about Blackwing. You know, it's something that I constantly bring up, like... Every time a new edition comes out, in fact, I did it this edition, my idea of what my perfect Blackwing limited edition would be, I mean, I have a couple ideas. In fact, I made a blog post about it over a year ago um, when, I don't know what prompted it. I think it was just we were talking about the lack of inclusion of women or people of color or anything other than music or white guys. Um and I will say that it's been really refreshing to have um, the folks over at Blackwing listen to us. Um, and it's they've been really responsive to, I think, the community opinion on they want um, stuff with diverse representation. So kudos to them. But my ideal Blackwing, I have I have a few ideas. One, I think they could never pull off because it would be too complicated and probably way too expensive to make. Um, but my first and foremost, and I hope they do it, is a Van Dyke version of the Blackwing limited edition. So down to the black ferrule with the yellow stripe, um, you know, the same font um, imprint, all that kind of stuff. I don't know what edition it could be. I mean, you could go with the 601 you know, number, but then that's too, like, black wingy. Mm. So maybe think of something else. But I don't know. I just really want a yellow pencil with a pink eraser, a black ferrule, and a yellow stripe on that ferrule. The yellow stripe might be complicated. They did a black stripe in the past, didn't they? They did on the um, the gold one, the 530. Yeah. So you're right. It, it is totally doable then, I guess. Um, but yeah, I don't know. I just, I like the look of the, um, I've always liked the look of the Van Dyke over the 602. Um, you know, Mm. so that, that's the one that I think they could eventually pull off. And what would be even nicer is for them to replicate the 1950s packaging. Mm. That would be a home run. I would, I would buy as many as I could without starving myself (laughs) like you know so that that would be a nice nod to the to the history of things my other edition um it's actually kind of timely to talk about this would be and this would never happen i mean if it happened i don't know i i'd eat a dozen black wing pencils um the stonewall edition Mm. it has the unfortunate numbering of 69 because that was the year stonewall (laughs) happened Uh, you know, but, uh, I think it would be really cool to have the pencil. Um, I, I mean, I guess it could be like a white color, but have the erasers either be rainbow 
because there's six colors, two of each, or have the pencils be rainbow. Mm. You know, and I, I don't know, I think it'd be really cool. And then on the inside, it could have the history of Stonewall. Um, and a new edition comes out in a very timely way. It could coincide with, you know, Pride Month, but that, that wouldn't happen. I don't think mm-hmm. it's because they, they don't care about queer people. I think it's just, it's complicated to pull off. And, and that's a very niche kind of yeah. want and desire. So Wouldn't necessarily go over well. Uh, right, yeah. And at the end of the day, um, they're in, in the business of making money, and I totally understand that. Mm. Um, so, but those are those are my two ideas. I mean, I think for every company that we're going to talk about tonight... I could just say neon. <laughs> so, um, although I thought about it actually, uh, like a, like a nod to the, to the eighties and late eighties, early nineties. Um, the phenomenon that was hypercolor, um, yep. for those old enough to remember, it is possible to make a pencil that changes colors while holding it. This is true. I think a company, there's, I want to say I saw some on Instagram that, that there is a company that makes hypercolor style pencils. I think Musgrave even makes them because at my college, actually, <clears throat> the education department is part of the psych department and they were giving out pencils mm-hmm. and they change colors. Cool. Um, and they seemed like something Musgrave would make. Entirely possible. So, but yeah, so those are kind of my three, you know, ideas. But uh, what about you, Les? So I'm pretty basic in what I like, and so the, I, I think my favorite black wing is the Centennial, the um, 1917, the raw wood. So what I would do with that is I would have it, and I'm going off sort of, I wouldn't call it necessarily the Stonewall edition, but I would call it the Pride edition. Um, with a rainbow foil imprint and then a white ferrule and eraser. So that, that's what I would do for that. But I'm, I just, I don't know. I want more raw wood pencils out there because I love them. And I think, I, I think that they could do an, one with a rainbow foil. I don't think it will ever happen. I, I agree with you. I don't, I don't think it would happen. Yeah, although you reminded me of something we talked about off air mm-hmm. um, about seeing if they could do a custom order of uh, it wasn't it wasn't Blackwing, but a pencil company doing a custom order for RSVP pencils. Yeah, having, having that it natural. Be yeah, nat- nat- natural with rainbow foil imprint. Yeah, yeah, or at least different color foil. Mm. I bet you know what? I bet um, Musgrave could do that. Although. I wonder how pricey it would be to get all of that different, you know, to get all kinds of different foil colors. But, uh, yeah. But anyway, that's what I would do. I would do another raw wood pencil, rainbow foil, either white or silver ferrule, and a white eraser. Although they could do probably a rainbow eraser, so the rainbow within the eraser. Okay. I think that would be cool. Yeah, I mean, erasers can pretty much be any color. You just got to mix the right amount of colors. Yeah. Um, and then the other thing that I would do, I would, I would like to see another round pencil, but not in, um, you know, that 
what are they? What, what did we call it? Book, uh, orthopedic shoe gray. <laughs> yes. <laughs> um, I don't know what color I would do it, but I, I would stick with the silver feral. Maybe, maybe something bright and colorful. Maybe the round one could be their yellow pencil. But I would definitely like to see another round pencil out of them because I really like round pencils and I know a lot of people don't. So be interesting to see them try some, some different things like that. Um, yeah, so that, that's it. That's all I have for Blackwing. So I was thinking about in terms of notebook manufacturers, like write or story supply. And some of the pocket notebooks that like Story Supply has done and something that I would love to see. And I brought this up in the past before, right before um, the field notes came out with the um, wood covers was a fake wood grain print, like a block print style on the cover. So like a fake wood grain, like really stylized. Um, printed on covers. And I think Story Supply could pull something like that off. Like it could be silk screened or block printed, but like basically like carve out a wood grain and have that printed on the cover. And you could do, you could do several different versions of it. You could do it in a bunch of different colors. So like the color of the wood grain would be one shade. The color of the, the paper, the cover stock would be another shade. And it, you wouldn't have to just stick to, a paper cover for that. You could also print that on book cloth. So you could potentially do that on something like a moleskin or another like hard covered notebook. So that would be something like Baron Fig could do. They could print like a fake wood grain onto the fabric of their confidants. But yeah, that that's been something like I've thought of doing for um, no brand notebooks just as like a, a limited run of like stuff that I've printed, like block printing off a bunch of those with some like nice ink and yeah. So I think that would be super cool. And I would, I would buy a lot of that. <laughs> I would too, actually, now that you've described it, it, it actually seems like something I would, I would totally go for. It's like that blot, that print that Wright did with the end grain of dowels. What was that one called? The finger fingerprint? Was that it? Yeah, I think so. Or something. Uh, had, of the had the one red. But like, imagine doing. Or have you seen those those prints that people do of trees that have been cut down? What, like on the base of the tree? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So what they the, like the tree gets cut down and then you sand it and then wire brush out some of the soft material. Um, and then ink it up and print it. I think that would make a really cool notebook cover, but like not those individual dowel style, but like the entire base of the tree stump, the, the tree stump. I think that would make an amazing cover. Anything else for story supply or I think like going off of that, like I'm, I, I enjoy printmaking, but like Sumagashi, um, where you take the dead fish, ink them up, print them. So like having a fish print on the cover of a notebook mm-hmm. would be really cool. Like the in the pattern of like the scales of the fish? Yeah, you get like a really interesting idea of what the fish looks like. Um, I actually know an artist who does that and it's really cool stuff. But I think that you to do it on a large scale, because usually the sumagashi is done 
one individual fish and you do one print from it. So you'd have to be able to scale that up where you take the print, copy it, and then print it again and again and again and again. And then make sure you're not losing any quality. Right. Well, like if you took that and you and you made a, like a silk screen out of it, mm-hmm. um, then you could like print it again and again and again and never lose any quality. Right. True. True. So yeah, those are my two ideas. My the first thing that came to mind when I when I thought of Story Supply and, and the notebooks that I I own of theirs and and kind of their aesthetic and stuff. I think what I would like to see from them is a notebook with different colored paper inside. Mm. Um, I don't know. I'm a fan of of like lined paper or graph paper um, where the lines and the the graph marks um like like i have this really cool paper actually it's it's neon of course but um it'll be like pink neon with like yellow lines and blue neon with pink lines Mm. um so kind of mixing it up like have a really bright edition Um, one thing i've noticed about their stuff is like at least um you know the stuff that that i've used or, or had I mean, the summer edition was kind of bright. Yeah. It was like orange with like the sun on it and like it, it's made to look kind of like a sunset. Yep. Um, but like, I would like to see like more bright colors from them. Mm. Um, I think like overall, just like perusing through their, what they offer, um, their color palette, it's kind of just like that, that darker color I, I don't like. There's nothing wrong with it. I just don't like it. So yeah. Mm-hmm. So, so maybe having an edition that's kind of like mixed up and, and having, you know, the paper inside be a different color um or i've been like really thinking about um any notebook company having a color with like a really subtle gradient i think who did one um baron fig yeah on a vanguard yeah but i think it was what it was like fading into two or three colors like from one color to another one one color to another yeah i would like to see if somehow a company i've been messing around with like photoshop like editing stuff and like um playing with gradients and it'd be really cool to see a spectrum gradient on a notebook (laughs) my suggestions are becoming very queer (laughs) (laughs) that was totally not intentional it wouldn't be a gay edition it would just be um i don't know again i circle back to bright colors and interesting colors um you know i would my only other suggestion would be what you already suggested is playing with patterns um a bit more mm. i was gonna say it would be interesting to see some of these notebook companies play around with traditional patterns and see what happens sort of like what dapper notes does with some of their stuff where they take really cool patterned fabric but take those patterns and translate them into paper sort of like some of those japanese woodblock style papers or um even some of those italian papers uh, with really, really, some of them have really ornate and fine, fine, fine detail. Um, and just see what some of that would look like translated to a notebook or, um, even some of those old fashioned hand printed or hand silk screened wallpaper patterns. I mean, I think some of those would make beautiful notebooks. Oh, totally. I think some of that would be really cool. Now I'm getting ideas for no brand. <laughs> there we are. <laughs> um, since we're on notebooks, oh, you know, what do you? What about write? What do you think? 
Well, I think some of the stuff that I suggested is really something that Wright could explore, like the, the block printing of a fake wood grain or the like reproduction of sumagashi. Um, I think that's something that more like Wright could do over story supply. I think story supply does more, um, if their stuff feels more, um, computer design manipulated, if that makes sense. Whereas Wright has a very physical aesthetic to their stuff. Yeah. Um, not that Story Supply couldn't do some of that, but like, I, I think Story Supply could take some of that that idea and manipulate it in a computer to make it really cool. No, definitely. I was gonna say my suggestions kind of bleed over into write notepads as well. Do they? They don't do pencils anymore with their stuff, though. No, I don't think so. Um, that was kind of disappointing. Not because I mean. We all could just go buy Musgrave pencils. Yeah, but it's it's always linked so well with their right. books. They were on point with their pencils, because I have them all, like um, the Chesapeake and the Telegram, the Samuel Morse one, all those, like the Goldfield, like they just were perfect conceptualizations of how a pencil would be paired up with a notebook. Yeah. Um, but I'm sure there's reasons for them not to do it anymore. My guess first thing it would be probably cost. I would also um it it made me think of it when I got the um last year the lawn edition. Oh yeah, with the stickers. Yeah. I really it really made me think of video games. It mm. made me think of Zelda and having to uh you know, I remember countless hours of chopping through grass to get, you know, stuff and i just <laughs> a video game edition would be cool but there's so much other stuff that goes with that like licensing because like you can't just slap you know pokemon on something right I'm not yeah. saying i'd want pokemon <laughs> i'm just saying <laughs> like a nod to the a nod to the the early games you know like the late 70s early 80s um you know, like I can, you know, my the first video game I ever played was Asteroids on Atari, and that would be perfect for a notebook because it's so the the graphics of the game. Number one, it was Atari, but mm-hmm. it would pair very well on a notebook and be very easy to pull off. But again, you couldn't call it Asteroids, no, you know, edition. But uh, I don't know, like a nod to like vintage video games would be kind of cool in some way. Um, sure, you could make generic characters and generic graphics and stuff, but I don't think it would feel the same. Um, yeah. So, so yeah, so that's what, um, you know, I think of for right. I guess we can move along to Baron Fig. Since sure. we're, we're kind of going from pencils to notebooks to notebooks pens. This is a nice progression here. So, Baron Fig, you know, I, I like their stuff. Their confidants... I have so many of them. Um, and I really like what they do. I, I like that, you know, the special editions that they've had, like uh, Metamorphosis. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that was great. I still have two that are, like, sealed. They're, like, my favorite. Um, and then the Lock and Key um, with the embossed, like, maze on the mm-hmm. front of it. Um the only gripe I have about their stuff is I have six cats and those notebooks pick up cat hair. Like you have no idea. <laughs> um, but you know, I like the texture, but I really wish they would experiment with printing. 
Yeah. Like you had said earlier about like that wood grain, that would be really cool because they, they're so good with their graphics. I mean, you know, you open up a confidant, like the, my favorite part of a limited edition is looking at the front cut co- inside the front cover. Yeah. So maybe somehow playing with, and I, I know it's probably difficult, but you know, having some kind of print on the confidant, um, mm. but then there's issues. I mean, what kind of ink would you use to have it stay? If someone's using a confidant every day, is it going to wear off? And then is it going to look bad? Like, you know, there, there's reasons. Whereas well, if you have something stamped or embossed, it's not going to go away. Well, so if they, if they did a printing with an embossing, uh-huh. then it wouldn't wear off. Sort of like the erasables. Did you have a copy of the erasables book, right? Yeah. The hun- yeah. yeah. So like, like that's not going to wear off. No. So, I mean, if you think of an all over print, something like, like the fake wood grain, but also debossed, that would be pretty amazing. That would be great. So mixing texture and print. Mm. And as far as, uh, like I was thinking a lot about their pens since lately their limited edition pens have been fetching lots of dollars on the secondhand market. Yeah. It'd be fun to see them play with, you know, cause a lot of their stuff is anodized. Have them play a little bit with different kind of coatings. So kind of like a powder coating, maybe some texture, you know, the pens are textured themselves very, very little, but they are, they're not smooth, mm-hmm. but maybe like, I don't know. I had this, I envisioned this like rubberized version, like not a rubber plastic pencil or pen, but like, like a rubber coating. Yeah. The only problem with those, have you ever um, gotten any of the rubber-coated, um, do you ever get the rubber-coated paper mates back in the day? Yeah. Did the rubber coating peel off on you? I mean, I would intentionally peel it off, but yes. But, but I, So I think that would be like a huge issue if Bear and Fig were to do a rubber-coated um, like, like Squire. Um, True, because then if it wore off, what are you paying for? Well, and that and people are going to lose their freaking mind over it. <laughs> right, where I'd be like, wow, this is such a great, like, you know, way this product wore, you know, bro- broke in with me. Right. A lot of people are like, it's not perfect. They're going to send it back. <laughs> right. This is true. I don't know. Like, I feel like, I mean, they had some really bold colors. I mean, they had the Bolt, which was yellow, which is my favorite color. Um, you know, the green, the experiment, let's not even talk about it. We'll yeah. get messages. Do you have one for sale? Yeah. Um, well, the, the orange of the Mysterium or the purple of the, um, fortress, really great, bold colors. Right. I really enjoy, um, you know, the colors they choose. Um, mm. which is funny because about two years ago, I complained because they were not very colorful. Yeah, they were kind of boring. Yeah, and here we are. Yeah. Um, so maybe also you, you brought up print, you know, cause they, their click pen, the fortress. I really love that pen. Hmm. Um, so maybe bringing that to the squire, um, some kind of print. It's not printed though. That, that pen, it's engraved. Let me, I used it a month ago. Let me grab. I'm almost positive it's engraved. I'm getting out my little magnifying card. Look at you. You're like grandpa. I know. Yeah, it's, it's, 
I'm almost positive that that is an engraving. Wow, that fooled me. I mean, I didn't do the full review on it. Yeah, because my fingernail gets caught coming out of it, not going in. Hmm. It's um, it's the same way the um, logo is engraved on the um, squire. All that's engraved. Yes, I can, I can see it now. Yeah. So I think what I would do for the squire, um, I want. So I have a Kershaw chive pocket knife that has a titanium oxide coating on it that is rainbow. I want a rainbow squire. I know what knife you're talking about. I love that knife. I know. It shows up in, a, in my Instagram all the time because it's fabulous for opening boxes and sharpening pencils. Um, but can you imagine that? And then the other thing about it is that no two would be the same because of the that um, anodizing process means that every knife is different. So every pen would be a little bit different. Yeah, that's. I really like that. Or have you seen the Kaweco um, little putts that have been fired? No. So, okay, so they take these stainless steel pens and they take out the parts um, that can be resized by flame and then they hit them with flame. So some of it ends up blue, some of it ends up red. Um, black and they're really gorgeous you're gonna have to look up the the flamed i can't remember what they call them but they're so cool i would love to have a squire or the squire click that's been flame treated like that because it's gorgeous oh i just brought it up wow Mm -hmm. isn't that pretty it looks like some kind of relic like some antique yeah and they're super expensive. They're hard to get because they only do a few of them at a time because they have to be handmade. Uh huh. So the, that, um, if I were talking about like, like times in the fountain pen community, they talk about a grail pen. Uh huh. And it's not really a grail pen, but I want one. Right. I mean, on, on jet pens, they're out of stock. Yeah. But they're always they're out of stock. They're $160. Yeah. Then I can't really justify $160 for a fountain pen right now, but. Someday I will have one of those <laughs> flamed little putts. That's really awesome. So the other thing that I would do um, for a limited edition is I would make a confidant with whatever cover, whatever they want to, with an elastic closure. Just saying. I want an elastic closure. Like, not with some special innards, no, not the dream book, not the wander, not gather. I want, I want a standard dot grid confidant with a dot grid. I feel like they should just make that a standard option now. You and me both. It really just should be. Right. I mean, it just, it seems like a no brainer. I mean, I didn't realize how much an elastic would make a difference but it really does because i'm one that like folds stuff up and puts stuff in notebooks or yep you know throws a receipt and it really kind of keeps it together yeah makes a big difference okay and so you know we've gone through uh you know blackwing we've gone through uh story supply and Wright and baron fig so let's switch gears a little bit and talk about a pencil and stationary retailer and they're offering of a limited edition uh, box. Um, 
For those of you that don't know, um, CW Pencils um, offers a quarterly pencil box subscription where for $30 you get a selection of stationary goods um, that have been hand-selected by Caroline and her crew, um, and it guarantees the purchaser to get at least three pencils, at least one pencil accessory, um, a wild card item, exclusive ephemera, and whatever else they're excited about. So, um, you know, it's it's this nice little curated package uh, for folks that, you know, really kind of don't know what to get. Um, it's a nice little treat, you know, because it, it introduces you to stuff that you, you know, might not have known about until, you know, it was sent to you. So, um, I subscribed to this box initially, and admittedly, I was underwhelmed. Um, in fact, if you go, to, I'll put the link in the show notes, but if you go to the page on her website, it actually shows you a picture of all four previous editions and what came inside. And you can even see, compare the first one compared to the others. Um, it was a little light. And, you know, I understand you have to kind of figure out where you're going with this. You know, you got to figure out what you're doing and the response. I mean, I think it's logical to not take a risk initially on something like this um, because a lot of labor goes into this. You have to pack boxes by hand. It's not like she's a corporation that sources out labor. Mm. So, um, so I had, I had gotten the, the first three and then I stopped and I didn't get the, the fourth one or any of the ones until this most recent one. Um, so I guess we can talk about what we would like to see for a, pencil box um you know for me one of my suggestions initially when this first came out was a japanese box and that was done already <laughs> that was box number two <laughs> um so you know that's kind of off the table and like i i do like the the themes you know the first one was the classic box then there was the japanese box then there was the back to school edition then there was like a 2017 box like a year in review kind of thing i guess mm-hmm. you know so for me i think i would like to see something either um you know based on you know a particular region of the world um mm. kind of like the japanese box but 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 a country that that you don't think of when you think about pencils like maybe um you know i mean there's a lot of indian made pencils that are quality and I'm sure there's a lot of st- like like I will lately I've been using a um a pencil sharpener um the long point from Nadraj. Oh yeah, yeah, that's it a great is, sharpener. It for like free because it comes free with pretty much every box of pencils you buy. Um, it's a really great sharpener. So like there's they also sell erasers. So like like maybe having um, you know different parts of the world and then. You know, with her Japanese box, she kind of went into a little bit about Japan and their relationship with stationery and, like, you know, that kind of stuff. So maybe do that for other countries. It would be really kind of cool to to see how that translates to other places. Um, also, maybe, like, a color-themed box. Um, we know where I'm going with this. <laughs> um, although, I mean, she has quite a few neon items in her store. But, like, as far as new stuff is concerned, I mean, I don't know. or Or have have a a pencil box um you know with things in it that you can't buy in her store 
Um, that's another thing. Um, the pencil box is great because it's created by Caroline and she takes great effort into writing the little pamphlet up. It looks like it's handwritten, but it's not. It's, it is initially handwritten, but then it's copied. And so it comes with all this great stuff. But then like a few weeks later, you can just go to her new section on the website and buy one of each of the new items. And that's your pencil box. Mm. So, you know, uh, most of the time, I mean, there is a pencil cup in there that wasn't in the pencil box, but, uh, you know, so, so I think that having a little bit more exclusivity, um, would be helpful, you know, and make me more interested. Uh, you know, I don't know if I'm going to keep my subscription up. I think I'll, I'll give it another chance, but yeah, I think that make exclusive items or, um, you know, I don't know, like maybe team up with another stationary, um, maker. Hmm. And like she does all the time, you know, with Viking and and Musgrave, um, and create something for the pencil box only. Right. But no, those are my just kind of off the top of my head ideas. Did you have any thoughts? I do. I, do you, did you subscribe to the original, the OG box that was one pencil? No. Okay. I'm mad I missed that. Um, that was the best thing ever. It's first off, it was cheap, so it was like five dollars and you got a box in the mail and i and i know she probably didn't make a whole lot of money on it when you factor in time effort and all of that stuff but i like one of the things that i've done a lot is think about how could you make something similar to that profitable um and so i think like doing something that is very similar to what she had so it was like a jewelry box like a necklace box mm mm-hmm. And having like a half dozen pencils in it for like nine ninety nine, and then an ex like an insert that's an explanation of all of those pencils, and it was just very simple, and that's all you got um, because it was always like such a like random little gifty to myself that I'd get in the mail. Mm-hmm. But the other, like, other than a return to the OG box, I think I'd love to see a naked pencil box. Ooh. So, like, all raw wood pencils from all over the world. Or maybe I would even allow for lightly lacquered. So, like, you could get, you could end up with, like, the Curious pencil, um, some of those Ticonderogas, the Mitsubishi naked pencil, um, God, what else? There's so many really great raw wood and lightly lacquered pencils. You can even go vintage with the American Naturals. Right. Some of those vintage, ooh, that would, that's like a eBay trip right there, right? Like going and trying to find some vintage unlacquered pencils. Right. And you can even include like natural erasers. Yeah. So like the all natural naked pencil. And if you wanted to get like really kind of like fancy or not fancy, but like, how do I want to say it? Like tangential, um, you could add like an Oto Sharp pencil. Okay. Because they come naked and get them in raw wood and they have the little teeny pocket size version and then the full size pencil version. So there are all kinds of options for raw wood or wood-ish pencils. Kitaboshi, uh, some, like, imagine, like, some of their pencils, cause they do amazing naked pencils. But yeah, I wanna see a raw pencil box. That is amazing. Yeah. That should, that needs to happen. 
Never mind should happen. That needs to happen. <laughs> um, and you know, that could be paired with like a variety, like some, some notebooks to go along with it too. Like some craft paper covered notebooks or like craft paper filled notebooks. I don't know. Like that's, that's my, that's my idea. Rawwood pencil box. Well, I think it's a splendid idea. And two, one to use, one to, one to save. Right. And that's, that's huge too. Cause like, I don't know. I, I've stopped like collecting in the sense of like, I need a full dozen of things, but like, I do like have one to use, one to save. Mm-hmm. Um, because like, I'm always like, what if I really like this thing? And then I use it all. I mean, obviously I have to buy another one, but like, I really like it. Um, especially this edition. Um, there were some pencils with print on them. Um, there was a, Write sketch and pencil. Um, there were four different designs, and then there was a Viarco, uh pencil with four different designs on it, mm-hmm. and then there was a color block pencil with four different designs on it. So it's like ah, uh, like you know, like it's like you're at the whim of like random cho- right. choice, you know, which is kind of nice in a way. But then it makes a completionist in you want want to get all of them. Right, right. Um, I still also, this is tangential too, she <laughs> should offer a sticker subscription. Yes. Because that is cheap because you can send it in an envelope. Um, and I have not been there in person yet, but the secret little sticker shop looks amazing. Um, Chris offered to do shopping for me. Um, <laughs> he sent me pictures of every sticker they have. Um, and I haven't taken him up off on his offer yet, but uh, but yeah. So doing something like that, I mean, she already has the the inventory. Mm-hmm. That would be cool. That would be really cool. Very much. Or at least make it available. Like I know it's to get you to go to the store in person, but I wish there was a way to buy some of those stickers online. Yeah. So I think um, I'm not sure what our time is or how long I we've did. been going. I didn't pull up Audacity. I didn't do timestamps this time, so. I didn't either. I'm flying by the seat of my pants. Well, have fun editing. Uh, it'll be fine because I, <laughs> I can tell by like the way the waveform looks when there's yeah. issues, the especially the edit that we're gonna have to do when our Skype cut out. Yeah. Um, that'll be just silence. <laughs> um, so I think this might be a good. Uh, you know, I think we covered every. Um, you know, significant and important stationary company that offers limited edition. So um, unless you have other thoughts, Les, I think we can. Uh... I don't. All right. So as always, um, you know, thanks for listening. You know, I want to thank everybody um, for participating in our, our Facebook group and for giving us feedback about our episodes. I love seeing when we, um, you know, post the new episode is out. People say, great, I'm so excited. I have something to listen to on the way home or, you know, something to listen to on my lunch break. It's really great. And and I really like the feedback. It makes me want to keep doing this, even though my life is crazy and hectic and (laughs) at times stressful. Um, So thank you for supporting us. Thank you for joining the Facebook group. If you're not a part of the Facebook group, um, please join. Um, It's a fun place. No drama, just stationary. Um, you know, and the best way to let other people know about our show is to share a link um, to your, you know, either favorite episode or just a link to our website in general. 
Um, and that's rsvpstationarypodcast.com. Uh, we also have a link to our Spectrum chat. It's probably pretty quiet over there, but, um, you know, we'll put that in the show notes. Um, and as far as where you can find us, um, you can find me, Dade, at weeklypencil.com. And you can find me on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter at The Weekly Pencil. Les, what about you? You can find me at ComfortableShoesStudio.com, Facebook at ComfortableShoesStudio, Instagram, and Twitter at OriginalLCHarper. 